right? Otherwise, they'd be oils. the snot. The, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's actually <laughs> literally, demon snot li- essential oil. Literally essential oils. Uh-huh. They're essential. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Context Free. Um, we are here this week. This is the second episode of our second season. We're talking about more games here. We're going to kick it off uh, talking a little bit about Pax Renaissance, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. Uh, Jason and I got to play it yesterday, or he got to play it for the first time. I played it before, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. I'm going to talk about a game called Isle of Sky from Chieftain to King. And then on Jason's side, he's going to talk about uh, The Wolf Among Us and a little bit about Witcher 2. Um, Thanks if you're a return listener, and if you know anybody that's into games of any kind, let them know about our podcast, Context Free. We're on iTunes, and what else are we on? We're kind of all over. We're on all the things. All the things. Yeah, Google Play and and, and other things. Contextfree.fm. Correct. All right. Excellent. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. PAX. Yeah, so PAX. So we talked about this this last time, and and you got to talk about it in the abstract. I didn't even own it at the time we talked about it. I played it once. So I, that weekend after, after we recorded, uh, I got a copy. I actually played uh, several games solo. So I just sort of set up two-handed, played by myself. Um, it sounds weird, but it's kind of the sort of game that you can do this with because there's enough going on that you can, uh, you can keep your brain pretty full <laughs> doing that. And then I also did get to play another game against someone in my group. Uh, and I, I asked Jason if he'd be interested in in playing yesterday. And so we sat down for kind of a long time. And, <laughs> How long does it usually take? How long does it take when you play with people that know what they're doing? I think, I think, a, I think if you play with, with people that know the rules, well, um, you could play in a 90 to 120 minutes, like a hour and a half to two hour game, which is, you know, medium long. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not a short filler game by any stretch, but it's also not like people say it's uh the, the quote is like, it's here. I stand in 90 minutes. Here I stand is a game that, <laughs> Uh, you know, you, it's like six plus hours. It's, it's an all Saturday day type of game with six players, you know, and it's that, that sort of, um, so we got to play yesterday, probably took about what, 45 minutes or an hour just to teach. Yeah. Just to get through. It took a while. Kind of took a while. Um, and that's not because Jason was slow. It was because it's just a lot to take in. And it's a tiny, it's got a tiny box. Tiny box, very dense game. Oh my gosh. Um, and what we did is I didn't throw him into the deep end. I just, I, I kind of talked you through it and, and the, at least the first several turns, I mean, the game probably took 10 or 11 turns, I think is about, right. it doesn't, it seems like it takes a lot longer, but yeah. you know, you're like, really, it don't, but you're thinking 10 <laughs> turns. Uh, but I think after about turn five or so, I felt like you were really making the decisions on your own and were able to come up with what you wanted to do. Um, I was just curious what your, um, and I know you said your brain hurt and you said several times, like this game is crazy. And, and you talked about <laughs> the search space and, and everything, but compared to other games that, that you've played either with me or, or elsewhere, like how, what, what, what about playing it? Would you say was fun? If anything? Oh, geez. Well, you know, I, I, I think I'd like playing it again and actually trying to read the cards, but I think that would have made it take six hours instead of just four. But like the historical flavor text. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the flavor is, is great. Um, 
I don't know. I, I think the optionality is, is kind of fun. Just the, your ability to, to have so many kind of options and, and, and directions you can go in. Right. So you're, you're choosing, Oh, do I want to get, do I want to buy a card? And then, you know, each card has a kind of overwhelming amount of options on it right, <laughs> as, right. as a beginning player anyway. And then, and also sometimes you're even the card, the options you're taking them not to do yourself, but just to deny someone else from right, doing it. It's right. a big part of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to understand kind of what they're going to do. And so, um, you know, people talk about chess and thinking, you know, X moves away. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, it's, it's broad, right? So there's a lot of things you can do on your, on your turn, or at least there feels like a lot of things you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of choices to make kind of to what path through the, the, the game you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's very rare. I think that there's an optimal choice staring you in the face. Oh yeah. Like that, that no. the, it's not really that type of a game. No, there's no, nothing is obvious, right? So you have to kind of ease out a couple paths mm-hmm. that you want to go down. And then you have to think at least a couple, like at least, you know, uh, your move and your opponent's move. Right. What are they going to be able to do on their turn? Right. Yeah. So if I do this, what are they going to do? Oh, that's a bad idea. Right. right? Like, right. And, um, and I guess that's normally true in games, but it, it feels, because <laughs> again, you have to kind of walk that, that space. Like what does each of these cards do? What is, what does it do now? What does it do later? Mm-hmm. Um, how does it fit into my straight? Cause this is, a, this is a game. Yeah. I love games that, that are able to provide both tactical and strategic options. Right. And I think this is, um, definitely a game that's able to do that. Uh, and so when you're, you're playing a card or thinking of taking card or whatever you're going to do with the actions on your turn, you can think about how those fit into, um, your, the current thing that you're doing, but it's also, how does this fit into my larger goal? And a good example of this in the game that you and I played that I thought was, um, your, your instincts were right. Like there was a certain key point where you're like, should I take this Ottoman Navy card and do this? Or should I, you know, go towards fighting this protracted war? in the middle of Europe. Right. Right. And, and ultimately you ended up just picking something, but you you had this instinct around, well, I think I'm going to do this cause it's going to give me this, what looks like an incremental advantage that, that you don't have. So, and that worked out really well in that game, you know, that, that, that worked out. Uh, and I think was a, a really decisive thing because it, it disincentivized me from doing some things I want to do because I was like, Oh, I got to deal with that pirate or et cetera. Yeah, and I was trying to think of it a little bit like chess and that you're trying to control space, right? Yes. Um and and getting into a particular position and controlling a particular spot in the board keeps you from doing a bunch of things. And so until someone dislodges you. Yeah. And, 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 until someone dislodges you or or or, or use one of the game mechanics cuz you have the the bishops and that sort of thing, right? right? To, to, right. So um, there are tools that are essentially disabling these abilities that you're kind of acquiring as the game goes on. And, <laughs> and I, I try this in a lot of games and a lot of games, you know, I think I'm being strategic and I'm, I'm just not understanding the game well, but this, this time it, I think it worked out for me just in terms of, I'm going to try to control this. I'm going to try to control large sections of the center of the board. Um, in, in kind of minor ways, but in ways that, that, uh, keep, my opponent from doing mm-hmm. things or at least make it harder or, or more costly to do things. Uh, 
with a really kind of low cost on my part versus just we're going to go and fight back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Right. And that, that seemed like, well, it could work out. Right. Or it could just be terrible. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was nice that I did something strategic that actually kind of worked. Did you think that the game worked uh, from a thematic standpoint? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, like, well, I don't understand like renaissance history in a deep way right like nor do i (laughs) sure but all of the all of the various you know cards have their own texture right um but did you get the feeling that you were influencing events and such in that theater that that place in time like as a as a as a player i don't know what you're asking i think it i think it felt like i think it felt like you were doing kind of what the the game intends you to do like you're this so so you're not you're mostly not the 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 leadership right like you're this this kind of influencer at the edges and bouncing mm-hmm. things around which is i think how you described it last time mm-hmm. and and that's really how it felt mm-hmm. right has right like you did not feel like you were the king of spain yeah right and you're not really any of the 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 warrior pieces either or the right. the the, the the defense pieces either right you're not the knights and the rooks they're just and certainly nobody was hungry because that just kept going back and forth <laughs> poor hungry yeah um but yeah so you said that it was very different from a lot of the other times that you've played the game right that, that yes I was, gonna, the... I was gonna bring that up oh, okay yeah um it, i think this was the, maybe the fifth or sixth two-player setup that i've done of of, of the game and in all the other games I've played with, with two-player, it's always had a really distinct uh, weighting towards the Eastern empires, mm-hmm. and that was because of the Eastern Holy Wars, um, and it really felt like that's where the nexus of power was. Um, I think there were a couple things that happened in this game that were really interesting to me and excited me about playing the game more two-player because it, it convinced me that the game has more dynamic outcomes than just like okay it's going to be this just straight east west type of thing so you use so at the at the beginning you select a subset of the cards like randomly right to play with essentially yeah exactly yeah and so are you saying that you get more of those when you when there are more players and therefore you do get more when there's more players but even in the two-player games this one just turned out where we did not have as many of, of the the jihad cards come up so there wasn't as much like control in the east so that was one aspect of it the other main thing that happened is there was lots of capabilities for the the trade routes to shift in the game that we played right from the get-go like they were on the board and you had to account for that in your long-term strategy and to me that's the most interesting part of the game like that's probably the mechanic i like the most is playing around like well where am i going to put my power and influence knowing that there's a possibility that the rug might be pulled out from under me right Right. Um, and, and that, I think that's, it's almost like the rules are changing on you as you play, but you know that that can happen. And I think that that's kind of a, um, a really interesting power dynamic uh, within the game. And and I thought that the game that we played, um, exhibited that really, really well because the East trade route shifted twice, which had a huge effect on the game. Right. And you were holding the ability to shift the West trade route the entire game if you ever wanted to so 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 like you never did but you could have and just the fact that you could have influenced the things that i could do and so that back and forth the amount of interaction that are that is in this game 
um, I think is is just really tremendous. And there's just so much. I feel like playing the game we played yesterday convinced me that there's even just that much more to explore, even within the two player game. So I yeah. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, even though in the end I got wrecked. <laughs> so as long as you help me through three quarters of the yeah, game, that's right. That's right. That's right. You you get wrecked. Right. Um, yeah. I I. Uh, I, I think the upside is I think the replayability, right? Like this, yeah, you're, you're, you're not going to get bored quickly with that game. No, no, so. de- definitely not going to. And it's uh, a lot of fun. So that's PAX Renaissance. And um, if we have another game at some point, if, if Jason's uh, brain bruises recover, <laughs> we'll do that. All right. So I'm going to move on just to this episode's uh, cardboard review. I'm going to talk a little bit about Isle of Sky from Chieftain to King. That's Isle. Isle. Of Sky. As, not, not I love Sky. Oh, right. Isle of Sky. As in the Scottish island. It's the, off it, the northwest coast of Scotland. Is, is land. What? Is land. Is land? Yeah. Yeah. So this game is published <laughs> by Mayfair. It is designed by Alexander Feaster and Andreas Pelican who I'm not familiar with any of their other work. Um, but this, this game, I've, I got it about a month ago. We've played it, uh, I think, only twice so far. I've just, I've just played it within the family. I, had, I hadn't played it before. It's, uh, it definitely fits into the family genre of, of games. It's a tile-laying game. So by family games, I mean games that uh, are, you can play with kids but aren't children's games right. um, that tend to have a pretty low... Uh, amount of rules so they're easy to introduce to people um and the length all also tends to be uh you know in the 45 minute range right all right so 45 minutes yeah so so about, about 45 minutes that's what i would call family game you know family games are typically going to be you know somewhere between a half hour and an hour uh three to five players right so that you can play with play with kids and are going to have reasonable uh rules so isla sky is a tile laying game it certainly would claim something like carcassonne as its ancestor right you right, familiar right. with carcassonne oh yeah yep i've got it on my phone okay so unlike uh i would say that that isle of sky is 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 the sort of game where if you really enjoy carcassonne it's it's kind of where you would maybe go next if you're huh. if you're kind of and and of course you could go with carcassonne and all of its expansions for quite a long time because there's so yeah. many of them and it's got maples it uh it does not have meeples, actually. What? No, there's a, no, there's no meeples in Isle of Sky. It also does not have a common tile uh, space that you are are building. So each player has their own kingdom. Oh, okay. In the game, and one of the main things that it that it adds uh, is that there's a, a a bidding mechanic. And you can some people like games with bidding, some people don't like games with bidding. <laughs> um, but I do think that it makes it. Uh, pretty interesting because the way that the bidding works, and this is kind of a cool mechanic, is is you're going to draw, uh, you know, so you're, sorry, you're building your kingdom and it's got mountains and lighthouses and lakes and roads and, you know, the sorts of things that you would see in a Carcassonne type of set and, and single tiles. And you're, you're putting these together. You're all going to have your own. So you're building your kingdom. And it's got a couple things that I think are are, are interesting. I'm going to talk about a little bit about the, the way the bidding works. And then I also want to talk a little bit, a little bit about the way the scoring works. Cause I think those are the two things that make it, uh, replayable and, and, and quite a bit of quite a bit more interesting decisions than just in Carcassonne. So Carcassonne sometimes feels like 
kind of obvious where you put things and like, okay, how many castles can I like worm my way into? Right. Right. right? It kind of yeah. ends up like that. So the way the, the, the bidding and how you get tiles in this game is you just draw three out of the bag. You put three in front of you. You have a little, um, uh, player barrier, like, you know, so you can have your stuff behind your oh, little, your secrecy barrier, your little secrecy barrier thing. You put the tiles out in front of you. So you see what tiles are going to be possible. And then of those three tiles, you have some gold or whatever in hand. You, of those three tiles behind the barrier, you designate one of them that's going to be discarded, like that no one's going to get. And then the other two, you put your money down for how much the price is going to be. Okay. Okay. And then, so then when everybody's done that, they've, of the three tiles they've designated, this one's discarded. So each person is doing that on their own at the same time? At the same time. Okay. Simultaneously. Uh, when everyone's good, everyone lifts their barriers and now everyone can see tiles everyone discards the one that they marked as discarded and then whoever's the starting player that round there's six rounds they have the option to buy a tile from somebody else at whatever price was set if and so then you go around the table and you each buy the tile if at the end if if no one has bought you know the the tiles that you put in front of you you're paying the price that you put Mm -hmm. so if you put the price too low Someone might buy that tile. If you put it too high, you might be spending more than you really need to, right? So there's a little bit of that that price pricing that can be tricky, but it's also kind of interesting. And and the other trick to it is if you put too much money out in front of you, you're not going to have enough money left in your hand to actually buy anything from anyone (laughs) if you're the first player, right? Um, And all of the different tiles have different things in them, so people have different goals of what they're going after uh, to fit it into their own kingdom. So that part's kind of kind of interesting Mm -hmm. um the other part that i think is really what um makes this game a a cut above for me is the replayability is the scoring so there's the scoring on the game is variable every time and so there's i think the game comes with like 16 or 12 different scoring tiles so it'd be like you know animals or biggest lake or or whatever it is you pick four of those and those are going to be the scoring uh, things for that game, but it's not just like at the end, score these the way that it works is in the first round. So there'll be like A, B, C, D will be the different scoring tiles. So in the first round you might score a, and then the second round you score B. And then after the third round, you score C after the fourth round, you might score a and B. Right. And so you're, you're every round, everybody's like trying to move their kingdom forward kind of toward the same things. Like everyone might be like all looking to grow their lake or, you know, to different mountains or, or et cetera. And the fact that each time you play what you're trying to build is a little different, um, you know, kind of moves it past something like Carcassonne for me, where you're always, you know, you can basically play the exact same strategy, strategy every over, single time over and over, over, over and over again. Right. Um, and this also has the balance with like how you manage your money because the money is really not the points, but you need the money in order to get more tiles. And right. Um, so it's, it's, it's a, it's a great little, tile lane game and i i think it's it it really fits for anyone that enjoys carcassonne uh looking for something to play you can play with two four i think it goes up to five yeah it does go up to five i've only played it with three so far okay i think you would probably you know like and be like yeah that was good you know it's not like a yeah it's not a earth shattering game but i think it's um but it's a family game it's a family game and and uh I, i i really enjoy playing it and i would always play it uh above uh Carcassonne. So it kind of, it's kind of a Carcassonne replacement for me <laughs> is what I would say. Okay. Does yeah. every, does everyone feel that way? Does everyone, everyone family? Like yeah. Yeah. Good question. So, um, I think my, I think my wife, she is not too much into the, uh, the, the pricing and the bidding part of it. 
I think. Right. Um, the bidding, bidding, bidding makes it less fun for some people. I bidding makes that. it less fun for some people. Same with my son. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think that that's a challenge. I think it's something you can get good at. It's kind of a skill that translates to other games. Mm-hmm. She does appreciate the fact that there's more going on than just, oh, who can, like I said, get their way into the biggest castles, right, right, right. which is kind of feels like the same thing all the time. Yeah. The other thing is that you have a little bit more agency, right? In Carcassonne, it's like you pick something. It's like, damn, I didn't get the road I needed. Right. Or, or, or I you didn't just keep. Yeah. You keep drawing things that are useless. And in this, you have a lot more agency over controlling what you get because you're setting the prices and you're controlling the money. And, and sure, it can come out that you might draw tiles that no one's really interested in and you're not going to make a whole lot but you are drawing three tiles at once. So the chances are a little bit better that good, good play is rewarded. So this, yeah. So this is, this aligns with your interests in that it is less random, right? Like two people with good strategies in Carcassonne, the one who draws the best tiles is going to win. Right. So, and this is less random. There's more strategy, right? So you still have a kind of this random draw Mm -hmm. mechanic, right? But, but it's really mitigated by the bidding mechanic to, to make it more of a, strategy game than a, a random yeah game. because if you draw a tile that is going to be let's say we're playing two player and mm-hmm. and i draw a tile that's going to be a really good scoring tile for both of us right i have to price that properly <laughs> it's not just that i drew the tile so yeah exactly yeah. Right? so you don't get to immediately just use it right like you actually have to you actually have to find a way to reacquire it yourself or exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And not waste all your resources to do that. Right. And so, and so figuring that out and, and I, I always appreciate games where you can say that good play is rewarded. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's, that's true about that. I don't, I'm not saying that good play is not rewarded in something like Carcassonne. And I, and I, I really enjoy Carcassonne. It's just that if both games were available for me to play, I would pretty much always choose to play this. Right. Carcassonne is better than Tic-Tac-Toe, or closer, yeah. closer to Tic-Tac-Toe, and that there is a good strategy. And once you learn the good strategy, you're just, you're mm-hmm. competing on draws. So. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah, so it's, uh, it's good. And, you know, maybe we can give it a try. It's definitely one that, you know, like the four of us would play. Yeah. And, and it's a, it's a nice, uh, it's, it's a nice filler. It's, it's longer than like King Domino, which you played mm-hmm. a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. It's longer than that, but, not by a long, yeah. not by a lot. Yeah. Six yeah. rounds, you do your bid, you work your strategy. Very easy to learn. Yeah. 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 You know, icons are easy because you know what sheeps and cows look like, you know, <laughs> you know what mountains look like. So how do you win? What's the, what's the winning? It's the most victory points thing. So, okay. so you're basically, what you're going to do is at each, each of the six scoring rounds, um, some combination of the four scoring tiles is going to matter. Right. And in the end, all four scoring tiles are going to count three times mm-hmm. in some combination across those rounds. Um, and so it's, it's the sum of that. Plus uh, you take whatever your money and divide it by five, which gives you points. Right. And then you also, you get these little scrolls uh, that like uh, the scrolls might say in your kingdom, you know, for every three sheep, you get a point or for every two <laughs> boats, you get a point. Right. So those things are just specific to you. And the the reason that those I think those scrolls oh so they give you a strategy exactly the okay. reason those scrolls are important to the game is that it it differentiates why a tile might be a little bit more important to you than to someone else right because otherwise all things would be equal and those are exposed or those are not exposed yeah those are exposed so everyone okay. knows so you yeah. know what everyone else's incentives are yeah maybe yeah but really you're gonna win or lose the game on the six rounds I mean the scrolls can like be little tiebreakers mm-hmm. but if you don't do the main scoring objectives you're you're not going to do well. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's, uh, 
Isle. It, Isle of Sky. It's 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 not a game that's going to fill up the whole evening, but uh, you know, it's something we can play on a weeknight. Right. So, yeah, that's always good. Oh, wait. All right. So next, I think we're going to talk about Wolf Among Us, which is a Telltale game. I think you mentioned last time. Have you played any of those other kind of novel style Telltale ish games? Uh, surprisingly, no. Surprisingly, yeah. yeah. Really, yeah. really. That's 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 your is, is is that? Are you interested in that sort of thing? Or uh, so Stacy's really into adventure okay. games traditionally. I okay, mean, she always loved King's Quest and and going back. And I know they're different than that, but right. you know the the Lucas Arts games. Mm-hmm. Um, just that style of what was of, the pirate one? The, oh, that was the Monkey Island. Monkey Curse Island. Of Monkey yeah. Island. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep, definitely uh, one of her favorites. I I always liked Maniac Mansion. It was <laughs> the one I liked. There's actually one. Uh, not to I don't want to derail, but there is an iOS game called I think it's called like Thimbleweed Park, huh. which is looks very reminiscent of Maniac Mansion style, like LucasArts style <laughs> games. But anyway, yeah. Uh, but I I I I have not played any of the Telltale games. I was thinking of playing the game of thrones one just because, oh really but I oh, really yeah yeah i uh, i haven't now i'm trying to remember if they make did, did they make the walking dead ones i think so i think they did yeah. i played i played i think a season of that mm-hmm. and i i kind of lost i kind of lost interest um i played uh oh geez what was the damn it now i'm forgetting now i'm forgetting titles no i played uh the game about the cyclo and the girl that's in high school. Oh, Life is Strange. Life is Strange. Did right. we did we talk about Life is we Strange? We didn't talk about Life is Strange. We've only played about an hour and a half of that. Oh, you've played it? You played some of it? A little bit. And that's something we'll get back to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. have you played We'll the, also have to get back to Oxen Free, talk about that at some point. Have you played the original? Are you playing the original Life is Strange or the new the new Not the new one, no. Okay, okay. We played it like a year ago. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we can just a back. little bit. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, a lot of angst. Kind of, it's very angsty. A lot of angst. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good topic for later. I, I, yeah. It would, it would dovetail well game. with talking about oxen free. Um, I don't know oxen. That would be a good one to actually have Stacy join us as a guest. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. we could talk about oxen free and Boom. Strange. Yeah. Boom. Um, no, that's good. Uh, Wolf Among Us. Wolf Among it's Us. It's about a werewolf. Nah, sort of. Okay. It's about the big bad wolf. Oh, it's so about the, the big bad wolf. The main character's name is Big B. Okay. Because it's Big B. Yeah. For big bad wolf. It's a really bad joke. Like B I G B. Big B. Yeah. Or B, like B I G B Y, right? Like okay. this is how everyone pronounces like, it. Hey, Big B. Okay. So, and it's um <laughs> the famous D and D wizard, Big B. Oh yeah, Bigby's uh, interposing, interposing hand, hand Bigby's and smashed fist. fist and whatever. Yeah. yeah, I used to do a lot of Bigby spells in my D and D days. Um, <laughs> so Bigby is is the big bad wolf, and he's normally he's very werewolf like. He's normally a person, and he's uh, he's the sheriff of Fable Town, where all the fables have come. It's kind of a, a you know a <laughs> gritty urban landscape of. Uh, uh, you know, modern modern world. I've always been <clears throat> intrigued by. See, I didn't even know the game had that theme to it. Yeah, I thought it was about a werewolf. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just hadn't ever done the research. But games that have uh, that, uh, like Kingdom Hearts, which I've never played, right, is seems very appealing. That somebody takes, it repurposes these characters and puts them into a a different type of game. 
like right. in Kingdom Hearts or what you're describing, like yeah, those sorts of things are. It's a little cheaty, right? Like because you're getting you're getting yeah. IP from history. It's right. what it's it's Disney's entire mo, right? Is stealing something from history and 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 then making their movies off of it. So they sure. Know. But if someone wanted to make a really well produced game that was completely based off Aesop's fables, I'd I'd be all about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're <laughs> I'd be all for it. Kind of our cult, some of our cultural history, right? So, um. You've got, let's see, so far, I think I've played three chapters so far. Uh, so Snow White is a big character. Ichab- is it, is it kid-friendly? No. Okay. Super not kid-friendly. Because friendly. of the violence, sex? What, sex what? and violence. Sex and violence. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's, um, it's originally a, like a DC Vertigo comic. Apparently, I think, uh, I don't know the name. I think it's actually just called Fables. Um, so it's an LSV language too? LSV? Well, whenever, what we, watch, whenever, what, whenever we watch the Americans on FX... You, you always see the commercial breaks. It'll 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 say LSV language sex violence or is this just an LV? I, I, I is mean, this an it's, LV it's episode? An, it's an LSV. Is it an it's L a, episode? It's an LSV. So basically, it's it's cheating because if they tell us it's an LSV, we know we're going to get to see um, Elizabeth kill somebody, and it <sighs> and and you know she's probably going to be doing it while she's a prostitute. Oh, okay. So that's that's the Americans that that's you're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 you get you get, you know what's in the episode by yes. what's the. <laughs> The rating, <laughs> the rating, the rating warning is. Oh, it's just an L. Okay, this oh, is just gonna be plot. Okay, yeah. Okay, it. we're just gonna move along. We're gonna do exposition. Done, done. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, this is LSV. There's like fable prostitution, and there's like a strip <laughs> club. It's all, it's all sh- uh, cell shaded. I guess is the term, right? Okay. Like it, look, it looks like a comic book, right? Okay, and it looks really good. Um, if that's, but it's know. graphic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're, you're. I mean, because of, because first person shooters have violence, but I mean, it's more graphic, is what you're saying. Um, no, well, just in themes, like there's okay. decapitations I see, and I see. Like, okay, yeah, it's gotcha. not like oh, I've been shot and I fall over. I mean, it, and our, I guess, our tolerance nowadays for <laughs> graphic yeah, violence yeah, 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 is yeah. ultra, right, ultra high. Um, but yeah, the point is not kid friendly. Okay. Kind of lots of those sort of themes, right? And who are you in the game? You are Big B. Oh, you so are Big you're B. the big bad wolf and he's the sheriff, right? And he's investigating. I mean, there's a little bit of a prequel and then there's a murder, okay. right? And then you're kind of investigating the murder and eventually there are more murders and you're trying to trying to figure out who who done it. Uh and you're there's a little bit of like you can physically walk around, but it's more kind of King's Questy. Like you're in a room and there's things for you to go click on. And then there's quick time events and then there's discussion or, or uh, trees, like dialogue trees. So I was going to say, I mean, undoubtedly this game has dialogue trees. I was going to ask, yeah. well, that's where, that's where I want to talk about Oxenfree because I think Oxenfree, uh, not today, but I would talk about a different time. I think Oxenfree does a brilliant thing with the standard dialogue tree oh, yeah? that, that changes it up. But is the game, is, is Wolf Among Us and the other Telltale games, are they effectively just exhaust the dialogue tree or is there more no no because you i i so i guess i guess i would know better on replay or if i'd read a a bunch about it but um from what i can tell it changes the the scenarios right so okay you know if you if you take an action um you know it's it's every once in a while like she will remember that right like and Mm -hmm. and so you're it's (laughs) hopefully that's real that would be really horrible if it wasn't real but i i believe it's kind of changing the plot right and changing um you know what happens and and how those interactions happen um so in theory there's some branching to the plot or at least that's the impression it leaves me with maybe it's it's just tricking me 
So what I don't like about it is it's not always clear kind of the tone <laughs> that you're going to communicate from the, and maybe this is my inability to understand the user interface. Um, but you know, you'll be given four options to respond and you're like, Oh, I'm going to say no. And it's like, no. Oh. <laughs> is it the standard, like top is the graphics bottom is, is ABCD dialogue choices. Is yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you're, you're, you're kind of seeing, um, some kind of left, right, up, down sort of things. Cause you're using like the, the symbol buttons. Cause I have a PlayStation, right? So I don't, I, I haven't even thought what this is oh, available okay. on. Oh my gosh. Xbox, PS3, PS4, Google play app store, all the things. Oh yeah. I think they're everywhere. All the things. So, so, you know, I'm hitting X or triangle or something. Yeah. Right? So, um, but yeah, so that's my complaint is I think I'm not smart enough to understand what the algorithm is being displayed on the screen to tell me where the, the tone of those responses are. Sometimes you can just read the responses. You're like, screw you, buddy, right? Like, but, but sometimes it's, it, it looks a little innocuous and then you just scream at someone. So, so. Why, why do you choose to play this game? Is it the, like, why, are, why have they made, what, five or six of these like what why are they successful right now do you think is it the writing are they choosing the right themes like because to me playing something that's just picking dialogue trees and that's basically all you're doing that that's yeah. not that appealing i was hoping there was more to it yeah i mean there, well there's quick time events everybody's favorite thing where you know you have to hit something really fast or move you know the something on the stick okay really fast um but you're not really you're not really free, right? Like you're in, you're, you're in a, very definitely in a narrative that is, is highly constrained. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's mostly those kind of dialogue tree things. And how, whether does, or not, how does it fit into, you know, the history of the sorts of games that you've played and enjoyed, like going, you know, way back where, where does this fit into the lineage of adventure games? Oh, geez. I mean, it, it it's, it's very comic booky, right? And I don't know. You, you you generally don't have a whole lot of freedom in in most of those games, right? Mm-hmm. Like the if you want to go all the way back to like adventure, right? Or or Zork no, I just or mean those. the adventure. I just yeah, 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 yeah. The things that we would call adventure games. I mean, I, I'm not sure what defines an adventure game, but you know, I, I think we all know what adventure games are. Games where you're not leveling up your character, no. where you're not engaging in combat unless it's in a very predetermined way, right? Um, like this response leads to this victory type right. of a thing. Right, right. Um, and I think the other thing with adventure games is where the emphasis is on, um, well, they, they come out of the choose your own adventure yeah. books, right? Yeah. So it's like th- th- there might be different paths, but there's a narrative that you are, you are playing the game to hear somebody's writing. Like yeah. that's, that's why you're playing these games. Yeah. And see the sequence and then maybe yeah. get a, a burst of adrenaline when you have to, mash a button really fast mm-hmm. or something yeah i mean that's what it is it, it, it's it's exactly that should right? i check it out uh do you like gritty kind of or attempts at, at kind of gritty comic book style narratives i mean it's really to me it's really the 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 selling point on these sort of things is the 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 theme and the mm-hmm the style, right? Like, should I, and the writing, should I check out this or what remains of Edith Finch first? <laughs> I forgot. We we're going to talk about what remains of Edith Finch. Um, oh, we don't have to talk about it, but I, yeah, I just, I, I think there's something really weird and special about what remains of Edith Finch. Um, but it's not, 
it's one of the, it's again it's sort of not a game right, right. like it it, it 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 but it's more special you you didn't use the word special when describing yeah i mean it, it it is what it is and it's it's fun and i'm i'm enjoying it but yeah. but there's something kind of indie weird and, 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 and special about Edith Finch. Yeah. Um, that I think you'll remember longer. Gotcha. Like, um, so like, like I said, I, I, I'm, I played season one of the, the walking dead kind of version of, of, of this kind of game. Mm-hmm. And I remember absolutely nothing that happened, <laughs> but, but I remember things from Edith Finch, right. That, that, yeah. that are there. So it, so far it's 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 a neat theme it it looks good uh-huh. it's um but most important question does it have puzzles that will frustrate the crap out of me and force me to go look up the solutions on the internet no okay well, that's no good. no no do you do that too or is that just we'll look things up on the internet to, like w- solutions to video game oh yeah okay, like yeah. when they're terrible like yeah. you know i pay to be entertained right. not to right waste my time walking back and forth between the same places yeah well i mean i i make a valiant effort most of the time but you know if i've been beating my head on something right because i just don't get it it's almost inevitably something i just didn't notice right or 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 something that is obtuse Right, mm-hmm. and then I look something up. Yeah, yeah. I don't. We're gonna I, don't talk, I have no shame. We're going to talk about. We're going to talk about this next time. We're going to talk about when when it's cool to read up on a game and like it's the spoilers versus just experiencing. Right, because there's this. Right, there's this uh, choice you have to make as a consumer of the game. Right, if you're going to play a really large game like a Skyrim type of game. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, we'll we'll talk about this. Like some people, I think, approach those games in an optimization sort of way, and other people approach those games in sort of an experiential type of way. Yeah, and and I think that we, I, I, we're probably the same sort of player. But we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about that. That's I, it's interesting that you think that. Well, I think we have to talk about it next because we're going to talk about Witcher two, or I was going to talk about Witcher okay, three. Yeah, sure. And so. Witcher, Witcher Witcher three is. Did uh, I say Witcher two earlier? I meant Witcher you said 3. Witcher two because you played part of Witcher two. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, right. um, what 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 kind of game is Witcher two? So it is a role playing game. Yeah. So except you don't get a choice. You're just playing. <laughs> You're a Witcher. <laughs> yeah. You don't get to be. You don't get to choose. Am I a paladin or a barbarian or a wizard? But you get to choose. You kind of your your. Your What's his name? Gerald, path. Gerald, or Ge- <laughs> yeah, Revolt, Gerald, Gerald, or Revolt, Gerald. or something. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they're based on like a series of like, I respect Polish the hell out of novels of, or whatever. But that, of of what that company's produced, it it seems really good. Yeah. Um. I've I I I honestly, my motivation for buying it was to try that style of game mm-hmm. again because I get very. If it's so open worldy and 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 grindy, I get very tired of that. Very you played, you played Baldur's Gate, Icewind Dale back in the no, day. No, 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 no. Oh, man. I just I get I get wow I get tired of those games. Like it, because but they're not open worldy. I mean, those are like they're not. I mean, they're not Skyrim. Those games, okay, right. I mean, you have like a quest i mean you have quests and things to yeah, do yeah and they're and, and well skyrim you have quests too which also have like eight thousand quests it's like <laughs> there should be an achievement in skyrim if you can play the game with only like acquiring one quest <laughs> like just do the main quest and never pick up any side quest that I, 
that would be an interesting achievement. Fair enough. Because what enough. I do, of course, is yes, of course, I will go and deliver that for you. Oh, yes, I would be happy to go and clear the rats from your cellar. Right. You do all the things. Oh, find your daughter. Oh, no problem. I will. I will happily do that. But you do. You do all the things. You're a completionist on those. Is that right? Oh, uh, I. Most, I aspire mostly. to be a completionist, but yeah, not. not the asinine things, right? Like go find all the coins around the world and pick them I up. I just, I don't know the meaning of no when I'm playing a video role playing <laughs> game. That's probably the best way to put it. I, you're just nice. You're the nice Gerald. You're nice Gerald. Gerald. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I sure. That's yeah. just how I play you those. Just, someone asked you to go clean out the rat's nest and you just go kill well, some because rats. most games we've been taught in video games, we've be that that's where the incentives are. Yeah. Like you get the most goodies right. by being nice. So that's why you play the game is to get goodies and yeah. progress. Right. Which so. is also why we're going to talk about divinity, original sin sometime in the future, because that game <laughs> punishes you for doing no, nice that, things. That, that game actually gives you different ways to do it. And, and instead of it being like, Oh, you get a good thing or nothing. You could be like, oh, do you want to be this type of good thing or get this type of good thing, depending mm-hmm. on how you want to be. And, and that's interesting. Um, but anyway, so so Witcher three, so Witcher two, I don't think I ever paid for. I think it was like an Xbox One free oh, download oh, yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. So I think I got it for free and I played it. I don't know. I played it a bunch, like probably fifteen, twenty hours. I don't think I got that far. That's a my problem. I never get very far in main questing games. Yeah, it's just yeah, I'm busy cleaning yeah. rodents out so of you, cellars. You... <laughs> Well, we would like you to clean these rodents. Yeah, I, I tend to try to do all the side quests and those sort of things, which is why I, I get kind of lost. And God in forbid some if of there's them. a crafting system. Oh, oh my god. god, I'm screwed. Oh god. Yeah. So <laughs> like... So this so this has, you know, like you you can make potions and you can right. make armor and then 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 weapons start taking damage and right, I, right. and you're like, Oh, I will use my sword, except my sword is at seventy two percent. Oh, I need to go take it to the the shop and get my oil changed. But yet on my I have sword. no interest in playing the games that are pure crafting. Where like all you're doing is pure, like like oh Stardew like, Valley or Minecraft or, or <laughs> where, where you're just crafting. Like, okay, I like when crafting is like this add-on to my barbarian paladin wizard party hobo murdering through the countryside. Right. I mean, right. I want to be able to like you know craft bandages like in my spare time. <laughs> I, um, yeah, so I had very little context to this game. Um, you know, I didn't read the novels, uh, which I probably kind of mischaracterized. Um, apparently they're good. Uh, and apparently people love the, the kind of the older versions of these games. Yeah. Um, which I'd heard about, you know, on podcasts and, and, and the intertubes, but I hadn't, I hadn't played any of them and I'm not very, I don't, I don't usually get pulled into these specific kind of games because i know they're kind of like an infinite amount of time suck but you picked this up because i assume because it had high metacritic or wherever you go for yeah, the reviews yeah they're basically telling you like this game's awesome if you want to play this type of game <laughs> play this right everyone said this is great and right, so right. i i decided i'm like all right well i'm gonna it's 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 on a little bit on sale right uh so i'm gonna get this and it must be awesome and and it it's kind of fun so far. I okay. I, How many I hours? Uh, probably like four. Okay, that's yeah, not a lot. Yeah, uh, I'm just kind of starting. Yeah, my you never tell my Witcher like, quest divinity. The first three to four hours might possibly be the worst opening three to four hours of oh, of yeah. a game I've ever played. 
it is so limiting and frustrating for a game that has so much sort of beyond the wall, <laughs> which I've now dumped probably 30 hours into this game. And, and it's endlessly fascinating, but the first probably three hours suck. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Cause they, you can't do anything. And you just yeah, die you can't constantly. leave the town. Oh, you can't leave the town until you're a certain level and you can only get XP by like solving this quest. You can't fight anything. Cleaning, cleaning the rats out of it. Whatever. And so it's, <laughs> it's just terrible. And I'm like, this is going to be bad. How did this game get such great ratings? And now I see why. But you have to yeah. get past the original. So you always have to give it more time with these sort of games because there's so much there. Yeah, no, I, I, I am, I'm trying to be open-minded and I tried to, it's, it's one of those things like I, I, uh, I did the, I did the, the doll, the dollars of entertainment calculation, right? Like mm-hmm. if I'm going to spend 50 bucks or, or whatever this is, and it's probably going to net me a hundred hours of entertainment. It's not, it's not so bad, you know, it's not so bad. It's, it seems like a pretty good deal. I don't think about it um, too often in terms of hours. Depends. Yeah. Sometimes I do, but well, it depends on when you hear a game, when you hear a game is like two hours long and it's $60. Well, you, yeah, that's I, you, I do. I think about it. Um, that's, that I wouldn't do that. <laughs> that makes no sense. But some of them are right. Like they're super short because they're, no they're game is $60 for two hours. Well, there are a lot of games that are multiplayer that have a single player oh, yeah. campaign. Right. Because, and, and I'm not a multiplayer gamer for the most Star part. Wars Battlefront. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so mad. Um, Star Wars Battlefront. Star Wars Battlefront. Um, which is a very good looking game. But I'm, I, you know, I played Destiny for a while, and but I'm not, I'm not really a, an a online FPS person or, or really much of an online gamer anyway. So because you don't like having racial slurs hurled at you. I don't like having racial slurs hurled at me by ten year olds. <laughs> by ten year olds. I don't like. That's why I don't play online. The child, I mean, I, I don't like it because it's just, it's, it, it just seems unhealthy a lot of the time, well, right? Well, there's like, that too. You, you get, I mean, well, not like, uh, Not that racism uh, isn't unhealthy. Yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, together, that's an unhealthy I mean, thing. yeah, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I more mean like, like it's the, the communities are usually just, yeah. they're, 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 they're not there to have, they're, they're there to be jerks a lot of the time. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. I, this is something I'm not professional. <laughs> like, and I have a job during the daytime and I have other hobbies, but I like, I like games. Um, and so, you know, if I'm going to spend a couple hours playing around on something, I don't want to be squished by someone constantly because they play 900 hours of the, right. and, the and then they're going to call me you know, stupid names. And I'm like this, why would I, why am I here? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. So it, it, it's just not part of my personality to really embrace. So in other things. words, you don't play online because people are terrible. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I had, but, but if I had like three online fl- playing friends that wanted yeah. to do that all the yeah. time, I might be convinced right. to do it. Right. But, if we were on the same system and there was something that we found, we, I could see us doing that. Yeah, yeah. The other side of it is I, I try not to spend too many hours right. in front of that that glowing screen. Right. Uh, I right. try to regulate, you know. But uh, but anyway, we're, we're what we're not talking about is Witcher Three, right? So, Witcher Three. <laughs> so yeah, I haven't played that much of it. What I like about it so far is you know it it doesn't seem to have boxed me in. Like I can go do stupid things from what I can tell. Uh, and I, you know, I chose a random thing to go do and I didn't 
suffer too badly to achieve that. I did have to look up what to do because it wasn't super clear to me. Um, and so I feel like that's going to happen a lot <laughs> in this game of, yeah. oh, you need to go look at this thing on the wall that you didn't see was there, but it, it's been a little bit fun. I, I'm a little bit leery about the, the, Oh, I'd learn how to craft these 73 different kinds of potions and whatever aspects of it. Right. Like I, I really wish these games had like a dial knob, right? Like I'm mm. not interested in these things. And this game seems like it kind of does. Couldn't you just not bother with the crafting. Well, you need to craft like potion. So I was, you know, oh. fighting things that required that I have the right, uh, like oils to mm. fight, right? Otherwise, essential they'd be oils. the snot. The, yeah, yeah. It's 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 actually <laughs> literally demon snot li- essential literally oil. essential oils. Uh, essential. Yeah. <laughs> so so I had to get into it a little bit, but from what I can tell, the the um the hardness levels, right, kind of dial back some of those things. Like you regenerate things mm-hmm. uh, more easily and that sort of thing. It's just it's not it's not. The, 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 the hardness levels aren't, aren't just things take more damage or, or do you more damage and you have less, you know, hit points. Um, so it, it actually looks like it's, you know, for those of us who aren't that into role playing, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to grind quite so much. So, mm-hmm. so that seems nice. And the cinematics are cool. They're just. Mm-hmm. So it feels a little grindy to you. That's interesting. Um, everything. So just because of the kinds of games that I play, right? Like are these kind of pure narrative <laughs> games a lot of no, time? But, uh, um, I was juxtaposing grindy versus exploration. Yeah. Like so, grindy to me is I stay in the same area and kill more of the same mobs to buff up myself right. so that I can go to the next area and grind on those mobs. Well, I like, I, that, like I, that's grindy. I should say I'm worried it has the potential to be grindy, right? Mm. Like, but so far it hasn't been right. Like I haven't been constrained. I've been, I mean, I ha- if if I have been, I haven't run into it meaningfully, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can run and down, run around and look at stuff and pick up stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it apparently has like an encumbrance <laughs> uh, set up, so you know there'll be. They some... don't make you eat food, do they? Like it's a matter so of, far. of of no. nutrition. I, mean, I think you just witcher yourself that's, some food or good. something. I don't know. Probably. Well, no, I, I'm I, not a big fan of food in any role-playing system. So, so there is, so I take that back. There is food and I have been eating food, but it's like, I have taken damage. I will now eat food. Sure. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm so, talking about whether you're playing tabletop role-playing or video right. role-playing. It's I, time for lunch. I don't, I don't want to have time for lunch. <laughs> time for lunch. Right. I'm already playing this make? game and skipping lunch. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah, already yeah, yeah, a problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I mean, you can, you can go, meditate essentially and kind of regenerate all your rations iron rations oh my god um but yeah no i'm i'm having fun with it so far you know it's it's a well-reviewed game it's really you know it's a good looking yeah good looking game um and it hasn't been too mean to me Mm. though i haven't i haven't well if i ever finish divinity divinity and divinity 2 Jeez. Which just came out. Wow. Then maybe I will. Are these Xbox Xbox? Exclusive? No, so Divinity was originally PC and then came out on console as Divinity Enhanced because they had to totally redo the control scheme. Right, right. And then they just came out with Divinity 2, which is PC only. Hmm. So, um, I, which I can play. Uh, <laughs> I just can't play it on the Xbox. <laughs> um, I have a feeling that I'm going to want to play it though. Because... Really? I'm really enjoying this Divinity game. Um, yeah, my 
my uh, my son's just like, man, the battles are so long. Like, how do you how do you handle that? And I'm like, that's why it's awesome. Like, <laughs> like the fact that like the fact that there's actually tactics that matter in right. the battle. You just don't run in and start slashing. Exactly. Them. Like like you have to decide and you have to use the environment to win. That's everything. I mean, it's awesome because it's like, oh man, that barrel is that barrel is not just there to you to run up to it and whack it to get the stuff inside of it. Right. It's it's there and it can be used. Like you might be able to pick that up and drop it on somebody's head and then light them on fire. <laughs> right. I mean, the fact that you could do that or not do that. Right. It, it's it's the same thing we we're talking about with packs. It's like you have so many options. Search space. The yeah. search space. It's it's so interesting. It's not just like oh well, I go up there and I. I whack them with my stick. Oh, and my other guy, he goes up there and he whacks them with their stick. Press X faster. That's what you have to do. Run things. Right. Press so, X faster. so because of that, the battles do tend to take a long time. There's not tons of them, but they're meaningful and they're rewarding, both in just sort of rewarding play and rewarding in the game. It's not just like, oh, it's this constant conveyor belt of rats. You know? <laughs> so... So I, uh, yeah, I go for it a lot. And I, I'm trying to remember, since I did play some of Witcher 2, I, I remember that you were on your own the entire time. You didn't have a party. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's the case in Witcher so there's 3, a, or so if you can have a companion or something. There's a, yeah, it's not clear to me either, because there's a, there was a, there was a, a, a guy following me around, and we're, we're talking. And so right now, because I'm not that far in the game, he's still there, and he's sitting at the bar, and you can go say hi to him. Hmm. Um, so we were hanging out now we're not hanging out. I don't know if we're going to hang out later. I don't know what's going to happen. So, uh, so far it's, you are just a guy walk around and then, you know, you go, Oh, the village says there's a Griffin. Go kill the Griffin. Right? Like, which is, which is cool. It's fun. I just had a great idea for a gaming experiment. Have you played Planescape Torment? No. You heard of it? No. That's an old Planescape. engine. Planescape. Yeah. It's an old. Torment. Yeah, it was done on the Bioware, uh, okay. that old engine. Um, but it was not the normal hack and slash. It, you'll have to check, read up on it. It's one of the more, any top 10 list of like the cult classic games, uh-huh. it's going to be on. There okay. Because it's this like alternate universe and, and, and everything. But it would be very interesting because um, I've only played a little bit of it. We both play it and just you just compare notes on like how your worlds like diverge. Like you both kind of are playing through it totally separately, right. but you're comparing notes on like, like where you're at and kind of how things have gone and, and what your impressions are. I just think it would be kind of an interesting <laughs> back and forth. This is PC or? Uh, you can get it on iPad now, I think even. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't nice. know. Something to All right. think about. All right. So, so we, we have a challenge now. <laughs> we have... Or it doesn't have to be that game, but that one I think actually has narrative that would probably appeal to you. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, more so than like, I mean, Baldur's Gate is awesome and classic and epic, but is very, very standard hack and slash fare. Right. It's, you know, like this. I just got, I got some, iOS just gave me some bad news. Uh-oh. Civ, Civ Rev 2, so Civilization Revolution mm-hmm. 2 doesn't, isn't supported in iOS 11. Uh-oh. So I haven't upgraded. I haven't upgraded either because Touch <laughs> Arcade is not supported. No! So... Uh, yeah, no, I haven't upgraded. Um, if you do want a new Civ game though, iPad, are we talking or phone? Phone. Okay. I don't know how it would work. I have a, I have, I have an old mini and okay. I haven't, it's not, it's not updated. Okay. So, so what, what's your recommendation? Oh, so, uh, the game it's, you know, it's a top, whatever, three game on BGG and it's now on iPad. It's through the ages. 
Okay. So it, it's there's no map. So it's not a map Civ game, but it's a Civ game. You just there's you're talking to your counselors and telling them to do things, or what? What, what is a map Civ I'll, game? I'll show it to you. Okay. I'll show it to you. But there's no there's no map. You're not moving units around, but it is Civ in every other, you know, every other way. Right, I mean, you have leaders, you know, Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci. I mean, it even has Sid Meier as a le- as a leader. Sid Meier's a leader. so inspired, right? Um, what does he do? What power does he give you? I can't remember. He's he's obviously later in the game. Um, I can't remember what what his power does. <laughs> I I remember what Bill Gates does. Bill Gates allows you to also collect resources from your science producing things. So you're basically getting, you know, it's a way to. Get you know yeah research money resources nice to monetize your 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 knowledge is is the Bill Gates power. Um, trying to remember what the Sid Meier one is, I can't remember, but it just came out on iOS and on iPad, and it's like I said, it's one of the highest rated games on BGG. Uh, it's a tremendous board game that they just reprinted last year. Uh, They basically retweaked the rules, rebalanced the cards, etc. People have been playing it on various ways that you can play board games online, you know, just with game aids and such. Right. Um, but they actually have an AI for it and you can play asynchronous games. So if you get into that, that would be a ton of fun to, uh, wow. to check out. It's a lot of fun. And like I said, it's a, uh, there, it's, there's no map and it doesn't have the length of playing the classic Civ games. Right. Right. I mean, it's going to be, a you know, a, a fine thing and it's, it's, it's really well done. So yeah, that's, all right. We have a ton of th- stuff we can talk about. Thanks next for time. another addictive thing to add to my life. Absolutely. I don't know how it'll work on your phone. It seems like it'd be a little small, but I'll show you I've on got, the iPad. I've got, I've, got a, I've got an old mini. If it, if it installs, I'll try it out. Okay. So. All right, cool. Back next time. Back next time. Bye. Context Free is a contrarian content production. Find out more information at contextfree.fm along with our show notes. Our theme music is Chocolate and Cocaine by Lorenzo's Music. Find out more about Lorenzo's Music at lorenzosmusic.com.